Dear world, it's Leanne, and today I'm coming to you from the car, driving home from babysitting at 11 o'clock on Tuesday night, when this comes out at 8 o'clock on Wednesday morning. I will also be subbing starting at 7.30 tomorrow, so just like maybe pray for me. I'm kidding, but also maybe not. Um, <laughs> today we're going to talk about emotions. And for the church girl, since this is Wednesday and I didn't even say that to start, um, we are going to talk about emotions and the different experiences people have growing up with emotions and my personal experience and um, emotional regulation and all of that. So we, I have a 30-ish minute drive home and so that's what we're going to do. I grew up in a family that was like very supportive of emotions. My mom doesn't like love feelings. She's a five on the Enneagram if that means anything to you. So like she's a very, she like thinks, she's like a thinker, not so much a feeler. My dad, however, he's like pretty much a nine. Um, he like has a lot of classic two traits because he's like a good Christian guy and he's like very gentle and blah, 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 blah. Um, but he is very much a feeler. Like, I've without a doubt seen my dad cry more times than my mom. And I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, whatever masculinity, blah, 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 blah. Also, oh my, that's a fire truck. I'm so sorry, friends. I'm driving through the neighborhood, obviously leaving babysitting. And I was like, wow, those lights are so bright. And I thought it was a tour bus because, you know, Brentwood, Franklin, Nashville, wherever you want to be. It's a fire truck. Oh, and it's got its little back lights on it, but not its front lights. So whatever. Sorry. Back to the point. Um, so like emotions were very like expressed in our house. My sister had a lot of emotions, not as many as me, but she, you know, had plenty. And I was emotional very quickly. And I just, I've always felt the full range now. I identify as a four on the Enneagram, which means we kind of live in a world of melancholy and everything has to be the best, best or the worst, worst. And because of how the world is in general, we tend to live a little bit more in the worst, worst category. When things are good, it's incredible. And if we look back on something and it was like a slightly bit good, then we're going to be like, that was the best thing that has ever happened. And like, I have to really help like walk myself through being like okay like there were really good parts of that but like don't over romanticize it because there is still good to come and blah 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 so I think for the most part I was like very much allowed to like express all my feelings and do all of that I did feel like at, like at home always, of course, like that was always good. But like at church, I remember, I distinctly remember this. Like it's the weirdest thing. I was in eighth grade and my, um, mom's aunt. So my great aunt, but we were like pretty close passed away in like uh, five days or six days before she passed away. The um, husband of the lady who, like, babysat us when my mom worked, uh, he passed away. And we had, like, been at the hospital with him, and then we had, like, been with her 
um because she was on she had breast cancer and was like on hospice and it was like a pretty like long illness and the end was pretty like like we knew it was happening and so we were like there and so anyways it was very like dramatic and why are these people outside of their car what is happening I'm so sorry this is why you don't do podcasts and drive but I'm not looking at my phone I'm just looking at the road and there's people just wild um (laughs) anyways so that was like a really hard time and I remember I had like missed a few meetings because it was around Thanksgiving that this all happened actually my aunt died on Thanksgiving um so it was like around you know we were like gone for holidays and stuff throughout this season and like didn't have small group all the time and so I remember I think it was probably like the week after Thanksgiving being at my small group and that group like in middle school we had like bounced around a lot between leaders and like trying to find a group and it was like not great um but it is what it is um and I remember like saying everything that happened but like not feeling like I could cry and not could not really being able to say what I felt about it but like knowing that that was my low but not really being able to like truly express emotion about it and that definitely changed in high school like my small group well a we all except all but one of us went to school together and so that we were like were experiencing very similar things in that sense there's like personal stuff that was different of course but like emotions were much more real once I can oh my gosh I'm sorry there was a deer and it scared me it wasn't even at the road it was to the side anywho um and so like I kind of got the hint that my anxiety was like not thought of as valid by my leader at one point and so I kind of like stopped talking about that a little bit um which honestly would have been actually probably helpful for me and other people if I talked about it but you live and you learn um and so it was like much more talked about and then in college I think it was very much like I think going to a liberal arts school um a Christian liberal arts school a lot of people are very like feelings based and a lot of your faith in your early 20s late teens whatever I think is very like feelings um centered because you're like learning all these new things and you're having all these emotions about things and you're like trying to figure it out which is valid but here's what I the point of this I think that we as Christians have put too much emphasis on the feelings experience uh, like it is so so important that we fall in love with Jesus that we fall like fall in love with God and who he is and what he's done like all of these things are like super important but it's also super important to like know things and like understand understand the foundation of your faith and like have this knowledge and not just have these like feelings because there are some times that I feel like God is being mean and there are some times that I feel like God has abandoned me and that I feel like things aren't fair and you know all these things that like okay cool that's like a valid feeling but you also know a truth that's bigger than that feeling and so if our experience is okay well in these really good times I feel like God is doing this or I feel God as this then in the bad times when we feel God as something else then we're all disappointed and confused 
when the reality is what we're feeling is like the closeness of God we feel in those moments is not gone in the moments we feel other things. It's just that our circumstances are changing and we're not rooted in contentment. And like there is like so much validity in being like sad and like Jesus wept. That verse is so short and so like whatever, but like it says to me that it is okay. Like Jesus knew clearly Jesus knew he was about to raise Lazarus from the dead and he wept with them. He sat with Mary and Martha and he cried. Like there is so much beauty in that story of that. Like Jesus knew that there was hope to come just like we do. When someone passes away who's in the faith, we know that there is beauty to come or when bad things happen, like we know the end of the story, but that doesn't mean it's not hard right now. And that like, saying that and being like it is okay for it to be hard right now is so freeing and like I wish more people got that message because I don't think they do um but then like we can't just sit and wallow in that sadness which I am like very much guilty of and like have a tendency to do of like okay well I'm sad and my whole life feels like it's over and so I am just gonna sit in this and I'm gonna throw myself a pity party and I'm gonna be upset like no that's not helpful that's not healthy that's not how we need to walk forward in this um we need to like feel the sadness feel your pain and then but live in the truth living in the truth always allows emotions to come and it allows you to experience these emotions while still holding on to the truth I know who God is I know who God is not just to me but to who but who he is eternally that's a really bold statement I know a fraction one billionth of who God is but if I only know who God is to me then I'm missing a lot of who God is and now that's kind of like going back um was that last Wednesday or Friday whatever episode I talked about my friend and prayer and all of that like we are able to know the character of God because of who he is in the lives of those around us and in our lives and when we read the Bible and we know the truth of who God is then like we we see that and we like see like sorry um we like know who God is and what he has promised us and what he has not promised us which we've talked about um and like emotions are good and okay and like so important to the whole thing and God wants us to feel I truly believe like emotions are like this really beautiful part of our existence and I think God wants us to feel them but he doesn't want us them to control us like so many sins are based in emotions controlling be it lust be it anger be it jealousy envy that's you know all of these things are like emotion based sins so many sins are based in emotion loneliness like all of these things it's like oh well, that's like what you were feeling and so then that's what you did um and at, yeah our emotions are like great indicators but not great drivers uh like I'd love to have my emotions sitting next to me and like telling me what they see along the road but not driving my car because they would crash every 30 seconds um and yeah I just think I've experienced a lot of people um especially in my later I'm not in my 
whatever, in my mid-20s, I was gonna say in my later life, I don't, whatever, um, who, like, truly do not feel emotion because they have spent so much of their life shoving it away, and that baffles me when, like, it, to be, like, when is the last time you cried, and this was much different for me, especially when I was, like, really going through the pits of anxiety, and then also when I just, like, really needed to grow up and, like, go to counseling, um, <laughs> I cried all the time, and I still cry, like, a fair amount, um, but, like, to be able to be, to be, like, oh, I've only cried, like, this handful of times, I don't think that there's, a, a, like, generally, overall, something, like, completely wrong with that, that's just not how all people emote, but you have to know how you emote sadness, and, like, the sadness that you've experienced, like, how that has impacted you, and if you can be, like, oh, yeah, I've cried because other people were crying, and then be, like, okay, but, like, what sadnesses have you felt, whether you cried or not, that's the thing, like, that underlying thing of, like, do you look at these sadnesses, these sad things that you've experienced, and, like, oh, you should, like, push it away, like, it doesn't matter, like, allow yourself to feel those things, and process those things, and, like, those things so often are what shape you, and God speaks through those things so much, like, some of the hardest experiences I've had in my life, sad, whatever, are, like, how I've gotten the closest I have with God, um, you know, people ask a lot, like, how do you walk into an orphanage every day, um, and see, like, the terrible things that happen within that, and, like, super valid, uh, question, but, and, like, still, still believe that God is good, and God is kind, and God is all of these things, like, there were days that I, like, didn't, and there were also days that I was numb, but, like, in the days that I could, I could ask that, and pray that, and talk to God about that, like, I was able to see that, like, a, the brokenness of this world, which people hate to talk about, but, like, we live in a really broken world, and, like, we have chosen, like, we chose that, um, and, like, it's not fair, and it's terrible, and it's all of these things that, like, I have come to the, the place of being, like, yeah, God said I'm not gonna understand everything, and that's probably good for me, like, it's probably good that I'm not gonna understand every single thing of that, but he also gives me the peace of knowing, like, there is restoration happening and no it's not fair that there are kids who are going to die without ever knowing a family die as children or adults like the, it is not fair this system as a whole is not fair and it, but is getting angry about it helpful sometimes yes but what's most helpful is continuing in the work and if all you do is sit in the anger or sit in the sadness you're not going to move forward in the work and so that's been a huge thing. I, recently, like, with all the crap that's happening in the world, and, like, as you're, like, Haiti, Afghanistan, mask stuff, like, all the, I'm, like, and then there's, like, Myanmar, which people, like, don't even talk about, which drives me up a wall, and, like, all these adoptive families who are, like, sitting in America for 18 months without their babies makes me real upset, China, that's at you, mm, a little scared to say that, but whatever, um, <laughs> like, righteous anger is, like, a thing that's, like, okay, it is, like, oh, like, Jesus flips tables, and that, like, I have to really, like, have a conversation with myself about that, of being, like, okay, yeah, but he's, like, Jesus, 
and like we i do believe like we experience righteous anger i have to be super careful of not judging other people and being like well their anger is not righteous because blah, blah, blah. i'm like okay people probably say the thing the same thing about you and like it's not about the anger it's about the response and like so i don't need to be judging other people's anger whatever i don't need to be judging their response either that's not what i'm saying but like for myself for me i say to the kids at school and babysitting all the time worry about you worry about you worry about you you gotta worry about the people around you but like when it comes to like the little things worry about you so if i'm worrying about me and my anger and then we get like oh that was a really fun sound i hope you enjoyed that um <laughs> i like look at what's making me angry and like why it's making me angry so like hmm, i'm gonna give a really fun example of like whatever so like oh that guy that i liked in college is dating someone that i didn't like in college hmm i'm angry about that is that righteous anger no because why am i angry about that because i'm jealous okay but let's say <laughs> so stupid okay let's say that um oh i get a i get a text or a call from one of my adoptive mamas that i love about a really hard day that she had because of the trauma that her babies experienced baby is a very general word that i use for all children who i love so babies um and i am upset because of the what the world in general is and like why is orphan care the way it is why is post-adoptive care the way it is aka why doesn't it exist and um like what does it look like for like restoration to come in that and like all of that i'm like okay like that's an okay anger because you can take that and use that to push forward uh so i think when you're looking at anger you have to look at it like that and like look at the source and then like make an action based on that um so sadness i talked a little bit about sadness sadness is just like beautiful and hard and inside out sadness can exist without happiness and that is one thing that i learned in china especially is like also sometimes i try not to say where it was and sometimes i do and so just forgive forgive when i try to be really like mm, whatever guarded about it and then the next episode i say it. i'm trying to figure out what i should say um is like i have found in kenya as well and the things that are just this the moments that are just the absolute hardest things that i've experienced there's also like God is showing up in like the littlest joys too and it makes the, the joys easier to celebrate um this story is hard and I'm like not going to tell the whole thing but like one of the kiddos when I was there passed away and while he was having like while all of that was happening there's like you know medical stuff emergency happening in the other room I had all the kiddos from his room and was singing twinkle twinkle little star like tears running down my face but like having the eyes of these five kids i don't know how many kids there were but yeah there were like five in my where i was like and seeing smiles on their face i'm like okay there's a lot of injustice happening like in this building right now and there's so much pain and there's so much hurt but like 
and while that makes me angry and that makes God angry, if I sit in that anger, I'm not going to be here for these kids. And so that like, that's hard. That is so hard, but it's what we have to choose to do. We have to choose to show up the next day. We have to choose to put the, ne- the your foot in front of the other one and keep walking forward, even though you're mad, even though you're sad, even though you don't want to do it anymore. When God is calling you to something, that's what you keep doing. And like, sometimes you don't feel it. And that's kind of back to like what I was starting to say. Like, you're not always going to feel it. You're not always going to feel like following God. You're not always going to feel like pursuing your calling. But like, when that is what God has called you to, and when you know who God is and have experienced some so deeply how do you not walk forward that's my like I don't know I don't know so friends what a time I hope that was um not too much of just absolute chaos and somewhat enjoyable for you obviously the quality is well in my car so next or not next episode so Friday we'll be back to a regular program um Make sure you're following along on socials and subscribe, rate, review, all the things. Thank you for listening. That was my car unlocking because I put it in park. I'm home. Now I can sleep for a few little hours before I um, have to get up and go to work. So I hope you have a wonderful day. Love, Leanne.